I bless the Most High and praise and honor him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Most kind, righteous, and everlasting Father, Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and praise for another day in your presence. We thank you for life, Lord. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength, Lord God. You've given us another opportunity, Lord Jesus, to ask for repentance, Lord God, to make everything right with you, Lord Jesus. We know and we understand that there is no repentance in the grave. And while we are on the earth, it is our opportunity and our will to make our calling and election sure. My Father, we give you thanks and praise for another opportunity, Lord. As we're about, as we're about to get into this message, Lord, I pray that you may come with your anointing and that the Holy Spirit will take over. Let me say nothing of me, Lord God, but everything that the Spirit wants to say. I put myself behind and I allow the Spirit of the living God to take over this message to speak through me, Lord God, so that, so that this message can edify, it can correct, and it can convict your people, Lord Jesus, and get us in the right way that you want us to be. Let this message be a blessing to your people, Lord. We glorify your name. We exalt and honor you and praise you, King of heaven, because you're worthy to be praised. In your name, Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. Welcome again, beloved saints of God. Welcome to today's message. And the message for today is Lamb to the Slaughter. Right? A Lamb to the Slaughter. And this is taken from Isaiah 53. Alright? We know that our Heavenly Father, He is the Lamb of God. Right? We know that He is the Lamb of God. He is perfect. A lamb without spot or blemish. And we know that that has pointed out throughout the Old Testament. Right? When Moses was instructed by God that when they should give up, up um, uh, I can't speak. When they should give a sacrifice, right? Uh, for the atonement, they had to present to the Lord God a, a, a lamb. That was without spot or blemish right so we know that that was pointing that was referencing that was re that, that was showing right um, the the lamb glory to God the lamb of God that would come down from heaven hey the lamb of God oh Shade who taketh away the sins of the world. When John the Baptist saw our Lord coming, he said, Behold, the Lamb of, the, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. So our God, our Lord Jesus, he is the Lamb of God. Right? And so today we are going to look at the Lamb to the slaughter because Isaiah Hey, Isaiah prophesied it years before 
he came about this lamb glory to god i feel i feel the power of the living god already oh isaiah prophesied about the lamb this lamb that was oh this lamb that was going to come and that was going to take away all the sins of the world and he speaks about how we will not regard him how we will not honor him and how hey hey oh jesus oh heavenly father he speak oh i tell you my god my jesus he speaks about how we will not regard him how he will be despised how will how he will be rejected of men oh ladandakaya Yes, oh, he will be a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He was despised, Ekanda. He came down from heaven and he came into the earth, humbly into the earth that he has created. And his own people rejected him, even though he was the sacrifice for his people. His own people rejected him. They didn't want him as the Savior. Glory to God, because he didn't come. In kingly attire, he came humbly, mighty God. He came humbly, saints of God. The, the, the God who formed the earth. He came humbly, meta shoko, that the word of God became flesh. And he, he came from heaven and he dwelt in the earth. And the, and the earth that he created, he came humbly. And mankind did not accept him. He did, they did not accept him. They rejected him. They want a savior by themselves. And the Lamb of God who, who came, they rejected him at his crucifixion and they took a sinner, a thief over him. That is how evil. If you want to know how evil mankind is, the human race is, you can just look at the crucifixion when before he was crucified that they, 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 they the, the people they they took a thief a robber over the lord <laughs> right and they said let this let his blood come on all our children that's what they said and even in those times saints of god our lord said nothing that's why he is he, he was he, that's why he's he, the, the title of this message is a lamb to the slaughter because we're going to look and see where he says that um all right let's see verses three he says that he is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we esteem him not we didn't give him honor they at those times they didn't honor him right you don't esteem him you don't honor him you don't reverence him as the king and they deep down they know that something was special about him even though his attire was so humbly even though he looked like glory to god even though he looked like one of them remember that even though he taught in the synagogues the 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 the, the, the people who heard him they they say that his doctrine is different he taught with authority so they knew that there was there was something about him 
but the the evil that is inside of the flesh couldn't it's, it's just like now saints of god people are so filled with evil that they cannot accept jesus christ just as in those days when they when he came amongst them they couldn't accept him because of the evil that was in them right satan has blinded their 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 eyes and even now that people cannot accept him right so we see that verse 4 he says he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did not honor him stricken smitten of god and afflicted he carried our griefs every grief that you can have imagine you having a grief something that is bothering you and the lord i tell you that he carried griefs upon people that we weren't we weren't even exist existing as yet but yet the lord carried our grief so he bear not the sins of just the world at that time but the world that was that was coming mighty god Ebo Tasha. when you let that sit when you let that sit in your heart and you meditate on that you will see glory to god he didn't just bear the grief and the sin of the world that was then but he he bore the sins of the coming world that mean the generations that would come that every child every person that would born from a woman and came into this earth he bore the sin of that person even until now saints of god people are still are still you know women are still having children giving birth the lord bore those sins already so when we say that he, 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 he carried the sins of the world, most people believe that he just carried the sins of the world at that time. Those people, but no, it is the entire world. Those who were to born into this world, he carried their sins, he bore their griefs, and he was stricken by God. That means all the iniquity, all the sin, because our heavenly father, the sin, Oh, Yabasheto, he cannot bear sin. So all those things, unclean, unrighteousness was placed on him, on his shoulders. My God, imagine, oh, Hadesutaya, the, the, the things, the torment that he was under. Imagine that sins of God. Imagine that. Oh, he can't you. That's why we need to praise him. We need to honor him because we don't, we can't understand. Our physical mind cannot grasp the complexity of what he had done, but the Holy Spirit can help us just a bit to understand it because it is outside of human understanding. It is outside of human understanding. So we say that he was wounded for our transgressions all the transgressions that they did in the past that they did in the future um in the future that they did in the future future he was bruised for those transgressions right even past present and future um sins that we can commit you know even later maybe we might think something that is sin the lord was grieved for that he was bruised for that then next week we might say something do something slip up and sin 
the Lord was every time you do something that you know is a sin the Lord was bruised for that glory to God yes for those of you who can't stop fornicating the Lord was bruised for the many times hey Shadea for the many times that you have slipped up, for the many times that you have allowed your flesh to rule you, the Lord was bruised for that. For the many times, and, and I'm speaking about myself, but when we make it personal, it is easier for us to put a stop to our, our own sin. It, it, it is easier for us to stop ourselves. Each time we backslide, the Lord was bruised for that. And he was tempted. He was tested just like us. Without sin. Yet he was bruised. Each time we sin. Every sin we have committed in our life. He was bruised for that. Glory to God. Because God Almighty had to put all sins on the cross. So that we can start over. Hey, Kodanda. Can you imagine? That's oh Shadabe. Oh, That's why when we sin and we don't ask for repentance, when you die, you go to hell. Because the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ is powerful to wash away any sin. But you have to be the one who asks for repentance. If you don't ask for repentance and mean it from your heart, it means that you died in your sin. And most people say, oh, if you die without repenting of one sin and that the, the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ hasn't washed everything away, you will not make it into the kingdom of heaven. That's why he was bruised for past, present and future sins because the Lord, the Lord had to put all of that on the cross and get rid of sin and kill the flesh and sin on the cross. That's why he did that. That's why he was stricken. That's why he was smitten of God. Because the Lord had to get rid of sin. He had to nail it to the cross. So each time you backslide, the Lord was bruised for that. He was bruised for each time we lie. He was bruised for each time we think nasty things. He was bruised for that. And we act as if, as if, as if, you know, he is the one who is begging us. We are the ones who need him. He doesn't need us. We need him. Look at what he has done. Even if we give our heart and our mind or our soul, it is not enough for what he did for the human race. And yet people blaspheme his name. Yet people say all manner of things. And he died for even those things that they say against him. Even until now. Can you imagine? So we as children of God. We need to understand that. You know what? Now is the time when we have to make things certain. Whom? is our God whom we serve hey, if it is the living God it is the living God if it is if it is Baal you serve Baal if it is God serve God hey, serve him in, in spirit and in truth serve him with fervent 
power. Let your praise and your worship lift up to the heavens and worship the man who laid down his life for you. Stop thinking about things of this world and, 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 and the things that comes with this world. And worship the king. Worship the king. He is worthy to be praised. Because of what he did. Oh, Landea Makosa. No other man, no other person can ever compare and, and ever compare to what the Lord Jesus has done. He's a lamb. Oh, Landae. He's a lamb. The Bible says that, that they searched all the earth. None was found worthy. Hey, even in the Eshaya, even in the heavens, not even the 24 elders could open the scroll. So when John saw that nobody could open the scroll, he started to weep. And they say, hold on. Hey, the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. To open the scrolls because only he is worthy hey you need to lift him up you need to exalt him you need to praise him you need to trample on the devil's head because he the lord jesus is worthy to be praised he is worthy saints of god and we don't we don't give him the credit that he deserves we don't worship him we don't exalt him we don't do the things that we should do enough we don't do it enough each time we want to pray we're too tired to pray and i tell you each time you want say you want to pray the lord is there waiting for you to pray and sometimes we pray half-hearted prayers right each time the things about god should be a hundred percent serious no half-hearted prayers. No half-hearted studying the Bible. Reading the Bible and our mind is somewhere else. Praying and our mind is elsewhere. Worshipping and we are, we are thinking about other things. He knows that. There's nothing done in our hearts or in our minds that he doesn't know of. So we need to start putting the Lord Jesus first in everything we do. In all seriousness. Because he is. He is worthy, saints of God. Even, even when he stood up and they, they accused him of many things, he said nothing. He said nothing. Can you imagine? And when somebody says something to us that we don't like, we are ready. We are ready for them. That's why he is a lamb to the slaughter. Because when you bring a sheep, a lamb, to the slaughter, that sheep, he won't, he won't make a sound. Glory to God. He won't make a sound. He won't resist. Our Lord Jesus didn't resist. He knew what he was going to face, but he didn't resist. Right? And he says, everyone have gone astray. And we have turned our back. Right? On him. And the Lord has laid the iniquity of us that we have committed on him. And he was oppressed. And you know, as Christians, when we go through these things, we, 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 we get frustrated with God. We get frustrated, but our Lord Jesus, all through this, he never sinned. He never, he never got frustrated. He never got frustrated, saints of God. 
And yet when we are oppressed, when we are afflicted, we, 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 we get angry, we curse, we this and we that. Yet he says he opened not his mouth when he was oppressed, when he was afflicted. When men said all sorts of things against him, when they put false witnesses against him, he said nothing. He went just like a lamb to the slaughter. And he says, just as how a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. And we, if I speak for myself, that there are certain, certain things like people come and say stuff, I tell you, I'm ready. I'm ready to answer back. I'm, I'm, I'm getting fired up. I know there are certain words I can't say because the Lord says that we should be angry and sin not. But I have to understand and I have to learn to be like my master. That when things come, when I get afflicted, when I get oppressed, when people say bad things about me or about my family or about this and that, I need to keep quiet. I need to keep quiet. There's not, this, it's not about firing up for everything. We need to get keep quiet about some things. Let it go. Yes. So we need that as well. That when we see our Lord Jesus, that he had power, authority, and all of that. Yet they said things about him that weren't true because they had false witness in saying all sorts of manner of things against him. He said nothing. He was afflicted. He was oppressed. And he said nothing. He kept his mouth shut. Right? And we... We can do it. I can do it, saints of God, I tell you. That is a part of my weakness. But with God, all things are possible. And he is able to, to, to you know, when we accept Jesus Christ, that we, with the process in our hearts, the good work that he has started, it won't be completed until we leave this earth. So each day, that good work is being come that good work is working in us it is working in our hearts and when you look at your life from where you was last year to this year you can see heba shatta that the faithfulness of god that he is he is doing the good work in you that he started years ago when you compare yourself that is why it is good to compare yourself because when you compare yourself from last year to this year you can see where you have been where you came from and so you can see that the lord is doing the good work in you because we we cannot do it on our own. We cannot, we cannot strive by our own self. We need God to help us. Right? And so, he says that he was taken from prison and from, and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off, cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. So he died for us. For you and I. He gave up his life. He was humiliated. Our shame that we carry. The shame of Adam and Eve. That they knew that they were naked. That the Lord God asked them, Why? Who told you that you were naked? That shame the Lord bought. He carried it. Our shame. Because they crucified him without clothes. They, they did that. He told me that. He told me that. 
without clothes. Right? That's why it says, strive, work, buy from me. Glory to God. Find linen that your nakedness might not show. Even that he had to bear. Our shame, our iniquity that we have done. Thoughts, thoughts in our mind, evil deeds with our hands. Notice that his hands was pierced. His, his head was bruised. And his feet, he was bound. Glory to God. He was bound for us. He was nailed. He was bound on a tree. He was bound on a tree for us. Nailed on a tree. He became a curse for us. Because when Adam and Eve sinned, the Lord God said that the hurt is cursed for you. Thorns and thistles will come forth out of the earth because the earth is cursed. And notice that they made him a crown of thorns. He became a curse for you and I. We need to worship him. If you are in your Christian walk and you are not on fire for the Lord, you need to be on fire for him. You need to know him, spend time with him, get into the closet, the prior closet, seek him until you find him. And he will reveal himself unto you. That you may know him. That you may know the one whom they've pierced for you. Make it personal. That you may look on the one whom they've pierced. That you may know that he is a man acquainted with grief and many sorrows. He is a man of many sorrows. That's why the word of God says that I am close, Mashata, to those who are broken hearted and of a contrite spirit. That's why the Lord Jesus says that even though I'm alone, yet I'm not alone. His, father's, his father was with him because he was broken hearted. He was of a contrite spirit. For us, Milanoya. He was of a broken heart and he was of a contrite spirit when the soldiers went back to see if he was dead because God Almighty before the foundation of the earth was formed he had prophesied that not a bone on his son would be broken. I feel the power of the living God that a, not a bone of him would be broken and when the soldiers went back to break his legs they saw that he was already dead and they pierced his side and from the piercing of his side out came blood and water his bride was formed just as how the Lord God took the rib out of Adam and made Eve that is how the church was born on the cross hey, when they pierced him the church came forth his bride glory to God you and I that is called his bride was birthed in the most aggravating time of his life that he, he, at that time he, he, he died. And what killed him? What did, what did he die of, saints of God? 
not the piercing. Yes, he went through all of that. He went through the, the, the horrific pain that even when they bought him gall, vinegar and gall, he didn't drink it. Why? Because that was like a painkiller. That was like to, to numb the pain. And the Lord didn't want that. He wanted to do it perfectly. He didn't accept the wine, the vinegar, to numb the pain that he was going through. But also the most thing what happened to him was that he died of a broken heart. His heart was broken. Why was his heart broken? Because he became a sin. And the connection between him and his father had to be cut. He couldn't, he couldn't be with his father at that time. Because sin cannot abound beside with the father. So he had, they were separated. He knew that. And so he was heartbroken. Because he, he, he knew that he was apart from his father. That's how much he loved him. That even to the point he said, my father, why have you forsaken me? Oh, had so. He died of a broken heart. The things that we did, that we do, that we are doing, those are all those things placed on his shoulders that the world, the, all the pain, the torment, the demons, the infirmities was placed on him on the cross. Because the Bible says he bore our sicknesses. People who rush up to him and touch him were healed, automatically were healed because of the healing virtue that is inside of him. No infirmity can stand around him. No matter what you have and you go against him, touch upon him, brush upon him, you will be healed. So he took all those things he took. Imagine that even the woman with the issue of blood, she was so sick that when she touched the baseka, she didn't even elandiomosa. She didn't even touch his skin, saints of God. She only touched the hem. Oh, glory to God. She only touched the hem of, of his garment and the power that left his body. The Lord Jesus had to ask, who touched me? Because he felt the virtue that left him. There was a plague that was on that woman that the size of a city, I tell you. Because people brushed up against him. And he knew, hey, he said, who touched me? And his disciples always been in the flesh said, Lord, who, why do you say who touched you? Look at the throng of people that is around you. But he said, no, somebody touched me because I perceive that virtue has left my body. Power, glory to God. Power, healing power left him. Hey, he felt that the power has left his body. So he had to ask who because of the plague that was on that woman. She never even touched. She didn't even touch his skin. It was just the hem. A little piece of his garment she touched. And the power that flowed from his body to hers. She was healed. That he had to ask who touched him. That is how mighty and powerful our God is. So you need to understand. 
and you need to know him you need to know him start being more serious in your walk with God time is running out there's going to come a time when if you're not in the tower if you're not under his wings if you're not hidden in his pavilion you're going to be in trouble because the wind is going to sweep you away when the enemy comes with testing mighty signs and wonders lying wonders the Bible says you're going to believe because you're not going to be able to know God if you don't know him now at that time you're going to make a mistake and believe that the Antichrist is Christ you're going to believe because the Bible says that there are going to be signs and lying wonders that if it were possible the very elect of God would believe so make sure that you know him make sure saints of God because time is running out when we are sitting down idling time is running out when you when you resist the 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 when you when you try not let me speak properly when you waste your time and do other things watch tv watch netflix time is running out and you don't know god you don't have a personal relationship with him. You can't make it to his kingdom if you don't have an invitation. If he doesn't know you. Because he said, get away from me, I don't know you. So if you don't know him, how will you enter into his kingdom? If you don't know him, how will you go? Because if he, he has to know you for you to come in. He's not going to allow a stranger in his kingdom. So you have to form a personal relationship with him. That when you see him on that day, you are friends. Glory to God. You are friends already. That he will say, come in. W welcome. Let's come into my kingdom. Yes. So if you don't know him, how will you make it? So you have to have a personal relationship with him. YouTube cannot make you have a personal relationship with God. YouTube cannot do that. Netflix cannot do that. Instagram cannot do that. WhatsApp cannot do that. Your pastor cannot do that. It is by your own strength. It is, by, it is when you get down on your knees. When I say by your own strength, it is when you come to a, 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 a decision in your mind that I want to know the Lord Jesus. It is, it is the strength of your body when you get down on your knees and you pray and you seek him. It is when you say, I'm going to fast. I want to know the Lord. I want to get rid of all these things that is affecting my mind. So I'm going to go on a fast and I want to draw closer to God. That is how you form a personal relationship with him. It is not through Netflix. It is not watching chosen series because all these people, they don't know him. They don't have a personal relationship with him. You can testify when you have a personal relationship that when people speak false about him that you can raise your hands and say no my lord didn't say that my lord isn't like that because you've known him you've been with him glory to god you've been with him like a, that like moses on in on mount sinai that Mo, when moses came down he spent 40 days and 40 nights that moses was his face was glistening that you can see that he was in the heavenlies. You can see that he was with God. Make that be your personal relationship that when people see you, they know that you know God. May God eternally bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.